Robert Redford would be would be a narc. He would. He would yeah. be like Robert Redford when he was a teenager would run upstairs and be like, "Hey, they're they're smoking weed outside. Hey, we're smoking weed." Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we pit every single one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. Um, This is not a spoiler-free podcast. If you care about spoilers, uh, turn back now. Go watch these movies. Come back. Listen. Uh, If you don't care about spoilers, which you shouldn't, because it's the year of our Lord 2017, uh, forge on ahead. Today we are talking about Spy Game and Happy Feet Two. Ooh, oh, I'm so excited, guys! It's been a long oh time coming. This is—I oh. want you to know—we did this on purpose. This is the prequel to the season finale. Yeah, we got to rope you guys back in. Yeah, so this is like you know how things get real intense right before the last episode. Yeah, that's this. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. I hope you're excited. There's a lot oh, to talk about today. There's, there's so much. A lot of good stuff happening. There's some some new brads to be uncovered. Oh and yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's good. Both of these movies are very complex for very, very, very different reasons. <laughs> Extremely different. Um I think we should talk about spy game first. Yeah, let's start with spy game. Yeah, let's oh. Justin has a lot to say about spy game. <laughs> um so Spy Game 2001 is a action espionage thriller. So 2001, Brad Pitt is a CIA operative uh, who is recruited right after Vietnam by Robert Redford, who we all know as the director of A River Runs Through It, the, <laughs> the most, most boring movie of all time. Which like, I feel like really encapsulates this man. <laughs> this guy, Robert Redford looks like he's never moisturized a day in his uh, life. Robert, what's he up? He has the most like dry, crevicey looking skin, and he looks like a man who would direct a movie about fly fishing. Yeah. He just looks it. He just looks like he's like not fun to talk to. No. And like, I feel like he has the only jokes he's ever told come from a joke book. Oh, man. So that's that's a prize co-star. Uh, so Brad Pitt plays a CIA operative who was recruited right out of Vietnam. Um, he's a spy in the titular spy game. And in the start of the movie, he gets captured when he is in a Chinese prison. Why is he in a Chinese prison? I don't really know. Just for fun? Just for shits and gigs. Vacation? Uh, <laughs> for a fun, sexy time, visit a 90s Chinese prison. Um... And Robert Redford gets called into a meeting. It's his last day on the job. He's about to retire from the CIA. And uh, they're like, yo, tell us about this Tom Bishop kid. Like, what's going on? Because the CIA is like, he got captured and he has 24 hours. No, not even. It's like 12 hours. It's yeah, something crazy. I think it's 24, but they keep doing this thing where they'll freeze frame and then they'll do black and white and then they'll do a timestamp over it. Yeah. Eight hours till execution. Yeah. And I'm like, why is he being executed? We don't know and we don't give a shit because yeah. this movie is not well done. It's so boring. I would say this is the worst movie I've ever seen except for we had to watch the other ones, the ones, the two, the really bad pitting where we had the two where he was. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. The counselor, software. the counselor. There yeah. you go. And like Babel was bad. Yeah, Even Babel was bad. But forward. this movie, like, it took two tries because I fell <laughs> all the way asleep. Uh, Even when Brad Pitt was throwing a chair. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. 
I guess it, we should finish the plot. Yeah, sorry. So Brad Pitt uh, is going to be executed. Robert Redford's like, ah, oh, hell no, that's kind of like my son, I guess. And then he's pulled into the CIA meeting room where they're like, tell us everything you know. And he's like, well, this is the story of how... This movie is just one long meeting. This movie... <laughs> Is like actually physically sitting at a meeting with yeah. the same effect where your eyes are closing like, and you're oh kind of like falling asleep and you're like, shit, I gotta pay attention. And it's a spy movie. Yeah. It's the least sexy spy movie I've ever, ever seen. He's just like doing paperwork and making phone calls, and then like, every now and then it's like dramatic zoom in on a on a typewriter, <laughs> and then it's like all the important words are bolded and highlighted yeah. so you don't miss it, even though like you still can't understand what's going on. Yeah. This was another one of those movies where I had to read the Wikipedia article afterwards just so I, like, knew And it sounded interesting from Wikipedia. Yeah, it was another one. Wikipedia sometimes makes these movies seem way more interesting than they <laughs> Do not are. be fooled. Spy <laughs> game fucking sucks. So Robert Redford finds out that Brad's in this Chinese prison, and he leaks the story to the, the news because since America is in the middle of important trade negotiations with China... Uh, America doesn't want to save Brad Pitt or people to know that there was a spy because they're like, what's going on? And Brad Pitt wasn't even working with the permission of the CIA because he's a wild card. He was doing it for love. He was doing it for love. Um, And then Robert Redford frees him, basically. With his retirement account. Yeah, with all his life savings, all $283,000. Which to me sounds like a lot, but then Sarah said, "In this economy, you need a million dollars to retire." You need a cool million to retire. And but I'm like, it, it, mm, it's the guess dividend. I'm gonna work till I die. No, if you save five grand a year, then it adds up, just like Fry in Futurama. Well, you know, when I have five grand a year to save. Okay. Please sponsor this podcast <laughs> so I can retire. <laughs> Please. Uh, so then uh, Brad Pitt is free, and he yeah. flies away into the sunset with his bloody, pulpy mess of a face yeah. and his beautiful English girlfriend. And they smile. And they smile at each other. Like, and they wow. laugh, and they, they laugh. laugh. And they're like, wow, what a hilarious time in this Chinese death prison. This movie also takes place, like, a large portion of it takes place in, like, the 70s and early 80s. Everybody has pagers. Everyone has pagers. But no one looks like it's the 70s or early 80s. It just looks like it's like a 90s movie. They do have a mirror on a desk in their business room just hanging out. Yeah, for for Coca-Cola. You pour pour a thin line of of Coca-Cola. And then you you snort it so that you get the bubbles in your nose. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, God, it burns. That's a funny feeling. Hey, kids. March Bradness does not condone drug use. No. Um, so, uh, it's, there's, like, not a lot to say about this Brad. He's cute. He looks really good. He's, like, 38, I said, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, I know we've talked about this before, but Brad Pitt does not age. No. He is the youngest-looking man on the planet. No. He looks like a little kid. Yeah. He doesn't look like a little kid, but he looks, like, across the tracks. Yeah. You know? He looks young. He's super young. Unlike Robert Redford, he moisturizes diligently. Um, his little little cheek scar yeah, on his little cheekbone. Yeah, we see a smallpox scar. Ugh. No, it's like it was a fine Brad. I thought that he was like charming. I don't know. The problem with this movie was Robert Redford just totally hogged the camera. And he was like, "This is the sound Robert Redford made. This is the sound of my brain." Uh, <laughs> but like for two and a half hours, <laughs> like his voice, like yeah, just like that, I don't know, just like it just was like a like a. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
then Brad's like two feet in the background. And he's like, hey. Hi. Hey, hi. Yes, sir. Hi. No, sir. I think we saw the most of him when he was freaking out. Like, he had a freak out because Robert Redford made him, I don't know. Kill a man, kind of? Kind of. He was, like, associated with a a man getting killed, and Robert Redford was explaining it to Brad, and Brad was like, you used me. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Fun fact, that scene isn't mentioned in the Wikipedia article because it's not important. Are you kidding me? Brad went through a chair off a balcony. He's freaking out. So he's in like this long leather duster. It's like 1977 or something. 1975. I don't know. Shortly after leather dusters. (laughs) Long leather dusters. And it didn't look Columbine. He's the only person in the world who could pull it off. And it was really only with his like weird 70s-ish mod Berlin haircut. And Robert Redford is like, it had to happen. And Brad Pitt's like, that man died. Okay, then you gotta help me understand this one. You, Nathan, what are we doing here? And don't give me some bullshit about the greater good. That's exactly what it's about. And he threw a chair off of the Fujifilm balcony. All the way. Like, the he way. picked it up and he hurled it, and it <laughs> fell probably 90 stories. Then the chair reappears, and Brad Pitt leans on it, kind of a... Yeah, he, like, pulls a chair over... Yeah. And then it zooms out. It does like a shot reverse shot. And then it zooms out and Brad pulls the chair over again. He Maybe he's just that good of a spy. If you were that good of a spy, then why did he go to prison? For love. <laughs> love is a prison. Love is a battlefield. It's established that Brad is a good spy in this. Like yeah. he came from nothing. And Robert Redford was like, I want you to be my protege. And he was like, had him do a series of tests. And he's like, see that balcony up there? I want you to be on that balcony in five minutes. And then Brad charmed the old couple that was living there and was like, going up there. In five minutes. In five minutes, he did it. I can't even order a sandwich in five minutes. I'm too scared of people. (laughs) This is another like frustrating instance of a movie that is not really giving Brad anything. Like, okay, you know how in The Mexican we were complaining because we got to see, I can't remember his name, the meaty thighs of... So someone, <laughs> and, yeah, 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 and, and yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt was wearing two shirts the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> two shirts and baggy cargo. That's pants. what I felt like. You have yeah. Brad Pitt as the star. Yeah, you have you have the Brad co-star. Pitt. And you focus all of your time and narrative energy on Robert Redford. Yeah, and like, what, what, what did they give Brad? Like, what person? What was his personality in this film? His personality was ah, ah, yes, sir, ah. And then you know he dated the lady or whatever. Yeah, and, and like, she was like super interesting. Yeah, she had a backstory. Remember in the OC season two when Sandy Cohen meets up with his ex girlfriend from before he married Kirsten, and he was like, "Where have you gone?" And she was like, "We bombed a building, but there was a janitor inside. Now I'm on the run." from the law. The exact same thing happens in this movie. That's Yo. straight up from Spy Game. It's still boring. If I were to remake Spy Game uh-huh. in the year of our Lord 2014 uh-huh. with Brad Pitt in the same age that he was because mm-hmm. he was real cute. Yeah. He was cute. Brad's cute. He is so cute. Just mm, want to pinch those cheeks. Give him a little. A little. Right on the tip of his nose. Yeah. Like what you do with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Brad's sitting on the table. You're like, Brad, can I have a kiss? Can I have a kiss? <laughs> And Brad turns his head. <laughs> turns his head. Okay, and you're like, all right, someone's <laughs> cranky today. Um, I would 100% focus on the relationship between Brad Pitt and the lady. Yeah, that was because interesting. Because that's like, if that's that the crux of the conflict, that Brad Pitt was sneaking into this prison to save this woman he loves, and he's not even supposed to love anyone because he's a spy, and it puts people in danger, why are you not making that the main point 
of your thing. You know, you could take all of Robert Redford's shitty, he's a good spy exposition and chunk it into like maybe 25 minutes. Yeah. Of like, I met this kid in Vietnam and here's like this cool training montage of him being a spy. And here's him throwing a thing off the ledge so that we know he's kind of a loose cannon. And then he falls in love. And then we get to focus on Brad Pitt having a fun, sexy time. That's the perfect role for Brad. Brad does great at that. But we were never allowed to see him falling in love like all the way. I mean, it it was established, but I felt like... He was never allowed to develop his character, or yeah. like he straight up wasn't given the time. Yeah, he didn't have the screen time. Yeah, it just like he was like for the person who's sort of like in charge of and driving the action. Like for the character, that's the reason why all of this stuff is happening. You sure don't get any of it, and not yeah. even in like a Saving Private Ryan way, where the point is that he's missing. You know? Yeah. There's like it's they ugh. do a bunch of flashbacks with him, and like it's frustrating because I know we were talking about this. Like Brad is in a lot of similar roles to this. Like it's a similar role to like Allied, where he falls in love with a woman and then he's like realizes he doesn't actually know her. Yeah. That could have been interesting. Yeah. Like, like again, like it was it was a fine rat. It was a fine performance. It was very good hair. Great hair. It's just like you know, it was like it was what I would want to see from a Brad, just middle middle of the road. Like yeah. it was a good baseline Brad. He didn't seem like like a solid chicken soup. Yeah, if you want to sit down and have a nice chicken soup, this Brad, but don't not this movie. Yeah, don't. Watch it's like a chicken soup, but it's like filled with like weird stuff. You know, like <laughs> Brad is the broth. Soup. It's a chicken soup served in a bowl made of dried dung, <laughs> but the chicken soup is like good. <laughs> Yeah, but you're it's like it's good enough mm. for you to keep eating it. But every bite, you're like, I don't know about this bowl. I was thinking more like, like it's a nice broth, but like it everything in it is like weird and doesn't floating make sense. In it. Yeah, it's like chicken soup with cow eyes instead of like so you're those, just like, like noodles and putting chicken the chunks, the spoon in and letting it fill with the broth and yeah, trying to avoid the eyeballs yeah. that are bumping into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floating in the bowl. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Speaking of cow eyeballs, <laughs> let's take a peek. At what Brad Pitt is doing. Whoa! Whoa! Start a fight club, Brad reputation. Okay, Google. What's going on with Brad Pitt right now? Here's what I found. Brad's back. Handsome Pitt rolls back the years in a dapper black suit at star-studded LACMA gala. Uh, and it's two pictures of Brad Pitt. Uh, one of them when he is young and one of them when he's older. Well, this article, I saw that picture earlier. No, I saw it. I saw it. There's a picture of Brad Pitt when he's young in like the 90s, fresh face. Yeah, and he's new like to the world. looking the same direction. Yeah, he looks exactly the same yeah. because Brad Pitt hasn't aged at all. Well, and he's shaved. Yeah, and Brad he's got shaved. rid of the depression scruff. Oh, Brad, are you doing okay? I think you are. I think he's crawling up out of that he's hole. He's crawling on up. He says, wow. He's showing his face at an event. <laughs> That's good. On, he hasn't been doing that. He put on one parentheses, one pair of pants, and he walked out the door. <laughs> he did. And he shaved. He did. He Those did are a good job. three major steps that some people have yet to take in their lives. It's so true. I'm it's really, true. really proud of him. I'm so proud of Brad. Um, I'm so proud that he's been maintaining a really good skincare regime. I'm so proud that he went to this fancy event, probably full of people that he didn't want to talk to. And he's face blind. And he's face blind. 
And he's probably like, no, I'll do it. It'll be good. Yeah. Showed up single. Yeah. Single and not yet ready to mingle. Not dating a 21-year-old. Yeah. Oh, my God. Brad, <laughs> you're doing everything right. Um, Look at him mingling in these pictures. He looks so young in them. He looks really young. He's wearing a really ugly tie. <laughs> he can pull it off, though. I highly recommend you look this up. It's really, he's looking good. He looks a little bit like a man who just stepped out of a cave and is seeing sunlight for, <laughs> for the, the first, first time. time in years. Just like kind of like, squinting what? into the the, okay. the spotlights. Well, it's probably like, I mean, I hear a Brad reputation, disclaimer, we don't know Brad Pitt personally. We don't know what's going on. Uh, but based off of the evidence uh, presented to us, I would assume that this is probably one of his first times at one of these events, uh, sober or soberish in a really long time. That's true. That's scary. Yeah. I'm it's so, so scary. He's doing great. He's doing so good. I'm proud of, this is some good news. I'm really happy about this turn of events. Uh, I was happy to see it on my Google cards. Definitely. It was a nice change of pace from my usual Google cards, which have gotten really depressing as of late. Hey. Through no fault of my own. You know who should sponsor us? Freaking Google. Fucking Google. Google. (laughs) Google. Hey, I know you have the money. Okay, Google. Can you give us a sponsorship? Here's what I found. It's just like Google results about child sponsorships <laughs> i don't want to sponsor a child I, I am the child that needs to be sponsored <laughs> um, uh, speaking of children oh, who need to be sponsored the, are I you know, guys ready i know a little penguin who needs some help i know a penguin who's a little wobbly <laughs> it's happy feet too guys happy feet too I've been waiting for this for so long. Oh my god. I've, I've been waiting. I've been I feel like Happy Feet 2, like seeing the honest filmography is what made me say we have to do this. Podcast. Honestly, because you're like, yeah, fight club, whatever. Like yeah. oh, all Brad these Pitt's spy been, movies. I don't give a shit. War, who gives a who War, cares? War Z, I guess he's good. Wait, Brad Pitt's in Happy Feet 2? Happy Feet 2? Happy Feet 2? And then it was like, was he in Happy Feet 1? Did I miss it? And I was like looking and like, no, no he was not, not in Happy, Happy Feet, Feet 1. 1. He's just in Happy Feet 2. And then you're like, oh, he must be like a penguin. Like He must be like, they must run into him on a magical dancing journey. No, he's a krill. He is a krill. Guess who his co-star is? Matt Damon, friend of the show. <laughs> okay, I'm going to explain the plot of Happy Feet yeah, 2. Are you ready? It. Go. Happy Feet 2. Uh, Elijah Wood, the penguin, is all grown up, and he's married to, I think, Gloria. Yeah. His super sexed up wife. And they have a little baby. And Eric. Eric. <laughs> this little baby penguin is a little wobbly, and he's <laughs> a little, you know, he's like a little, You're a little like, mm, Eric. Eric, are you okay? Like, he's a little late to start talking, and <laughs> he is very shy, and he's smaller than and the he others. Shits <laughs> he shits himself. He shits himself. You see the shit coming out of his little penguin asshole in front of all of his peers. They're like, Eric, go dance or sing or do something. And all his his peers are having a good time. And he's like, okay. And he goes out there and he trips and he falls and he shits (laughs) all over. And everyone sees. And it goes on for like 30 seconds. I swear to God, he's just shitting. I swear to God. It's like... Like a little stream. Like he's upside down. His little penguin ass is in the air. And he just shits for like 30 seconds. It was bad, guys. And then 
He's so embarrassed, he runs away crying, and all his little penguin friends are like, pretty nice, there's no bullying in this movie. Yeah, all it's like, a bully-free film. They're like, come on out, Eric, it's okay that you shit your pants. And Eric is just traumatized. Uh, and then global warming happens, and the icebergs move, and half of the penguins get separated. More than half, all of the penguins, except for Elijah Wood, Eric, and Eric's two buddies. You're right, thank you. They and then Robin Williams' tribe. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a bunch of racism in these movies, too. <laughs> Robin Williams is voicing, like, a, like a, like a, like a Mexican penguin. And uh, he's doing, like, an accent. And, like, it's just not good. Um, then all of the penguins are trapped in, like, a cavern. Like, the, they can't get up and they can't get any food. And they're like, save us. And there's a lot of stuff that happens with, like, these elephant seals and, like, whatever. I'm going to get to Brad. Don't worry. Okay. I'm going to do the circle back around. Okay. So then there's, like, this puffin that shows up, but nobody knows he's a puffin. He's lying. He's like, I'm actually a penguin. Oh, and he's voiced by Hank Azaria of The Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody thinks he's so cool and so sexy. And he's flying around. And he's like, you can fly if you believe in yourself. And I'm going to get you out of there. And then... Uh, these humans show up in an inexplicable and extremely surreal live action sequence. And the but human- there's also like the CGI penguins. Yeah, the human scientists are like picking up the CGI penguins, and then there's like an oil spill, and the penguin is covered in oil, and then it shows all the the last three polar bears on Earth trembling on an ice cap. <sighs> uh, and then. I don't know, the penguins get saved, whatever. Global warming is still happening though, persistent theme in this movie. Which I think would be extremely disturbing if you were a child. Definitely. Like, it's disturbing as an adult. Yeah. But anyway, throughout this entire (laughs) sequence, uh, we keep cutting away to Will and Bill the Krill. And (laughs) Will and Bill the Krill are two little krill, and they live in a... Swarm. A swarm of krill. All around them is krill. It's orange (laughs) as far as the eye can see. And which one is Brad? Will. Will is a krill that questions his existence in the swarm. And he doesn't want to be in the swarm anymore. And he's like, he's like, Bill, I want to see, like, what's out there. And Bill's like, no. He doesn't want to. Mm-mm. It's like, no, there's Bill, nothing out there. Okay, Will is the, like, brave. Headstrong, kind of dumb. Yeah, and Bill is the... Neurotic. Like, yeah. Neurotic. Which, you may be thinking, this sounds like a, a classic gay couple and I am proud to say that you are absolutely correct I'm gonna point that Will ah, Bill the Krill is like we could have Krill together he's like we could adopt we could adopt a Krill we could drop a hundred Krill we could drop a thousand Krill he's like he wants to have us Krill they wanted to have a Krill family together Bill did Will was really into being a predator yeah, yeah. so they, like, escape the krill herd because Bill's like, I'm going to set off. Will. Sorry. <laughs> Will. Brad Pitt. I'm just going to start saying Brad. Brad Pitt is, like, wants to find something more than this krill life. And so they escape the krill and they go outside. They've never seen the outside world. Swimming through the ocean. Bill is freaking the fuck out the whole time. Yeah. And Brad Pitt is like, we've got to evolve. Like, we need to <laughs> accelerate our evolution <laughs> and become predators. Like, top of the food chain right now. So they're, like, kind of connected to the penguins. They never meet because they're so small. But, like, yeah. while the penguins are doing their thing, they're, the krill are doing their yeah, own Will thing. Yeah, Will and Bill the krill do various activities that end up helping, like, in a butterfly effect kind yes. of way. Yes. Helping the penguins. Yes. And then there's a really sad scene where they break up. They're, like, they're at a real low point. Like, yeah. they're not doing too great Mm-mm. at being predators. 
And Brad Pitt turns to Matt Damon and he's like, I think we should split up. And Matt Damon is like, what? And he's like, like, I think we should split up for real. And Matt Damon like cries and he's like, don't leave me. And Brad Pitt's like, and he swims away. And Matt Damon curls up in a little curl ball and he's like, don't leave me. It's so sad, guys. They break up! I know! They're married gay crew! They're married gay crew! When we said, we literally said, gosh, I hope they're gay, and they are! All of this time, all this time we've been like, has Brad ever been gay? Brad, when will you kiss a dude? It turns out he had to be a krill to do it. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god, it's so good. The the krill segments of Happy Feet 2 are potentially the best movie I've ever seen in my life. It was hilarious. It's so good. He's like he's got like this real gruff, very straight like he's like you know that scene in The Lion King where Pumbaa's like, I think they're little balls of gas. Yes. It's burning millions and millions of miles away. But it has sort of that same sort of existential, like, knowing thing. Yeah. Things, you know? he's but he's also super goofy. super existential. Yeah. It's he's really- like, it's so funny what he's talking about for, like, their evolution and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. We've got to evolve, man. Like, we're not going to be at the bottom of the food chain anymore. Like, this is our chance. Like, it's, it's swimmer. It's eater. Get eaten. Like, this is our moment, Bill. Okay. Adapt or die, my friend. Adapt? There's no telling what we might become. Fine. Be a plankton muncher all your life. But that's what we are. We're herbivores. We eat veggies. Right. So everyone else can eat us. Well, I, for one, am not prepared to be on the menu any longer. Where are you going? I'm moving up the food chain. The food chain? I'm going to go chew on something that has a face. (laughs) And he decides to be a predator, and then he crawls onto land. They crawl onto land. They evolve. And then he takes a oh. big bite out of a seal. What did he say? Like they were the penguins at one point <clears throat> were tap dancing, and 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 Matt Damon was like, "What are they doing?" And Brad Pitt was like, "I don't know. Maybe it's something. Maybe it's like a ritual to d- distract them from the horrors of their own mortality." <laughs> oh my god, I like. I really, really like Will the Krill because I feel like he, just like having read, you know, like that GQ article with Brad and the Times article with Brad. Oh, like, it seemed it's really self-referential. It, it seemed, seemed extremely Brad. self-referential. It felt like this was a bit that he genuinely wanted to do. It seemed like a bit that this was like his idea. Yeah. Like, I truly feel like this is Brad's creative vision. <laughs> because what? It was not connected to the movie. It wasn't connected at all. They easily could have written that in after they met at a bar. Yeah. And then they were like, I found it. And, like, it was cool, though. I was like, I'll write it myself. But it ended up being, like, at the climax of the movie, all the penguins up top are dancing to try to get the iceberg to break so that it'll, like, merge together. Yeah. And while they're doing that, Will and Bill, the krill, have gotten reunited with their krill family, and they're all like, oh, boy. And then they decide to start dancing, just... Cause I guess yeah, and they're on the bottom of the iceberg pushing up, and the penguins are on the top pushing down, and it's Bill, Will, Bill, it's Brad, it's yeah. Brad Pitt's little krill foot <laughs> at the crescendo of the movie stamps his little foot, and, and then, then it goes sh-tish. boom, 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 it ripples up, and then the iceberg goes, and then it separates, and then the penguins are reunited. Yeah. And he saved the when it happens, day. it's like they they keep doing all this shit. Like the the cloud of krill is like a nebula, and it'll yeah. zoom out to space and show like a cloud of space dust. Yeah. Like that's the krill, and it's then it like zooms out more, and it's his eyes. Yeah, it's like it's so it's like super <laughs> psychedelic. It's like, like what the fuck? It's extremely <laughs> psychedelic, and Brad is like such a like. 
hippie. Yeah. It's yeah. it's straight up. Yeah. Like, not in that like annoying kids no. way. You know, sometimes they do that in kids' movies and you're, you're like, like, why right. are you doing, why are you doing right. this? This isn't funny. This yeah. is like, it wasn't in like a stoner type of way. Yeah, it was like in an existential kind of way. Yeah. And like when he stamps his foot, the whole iceberg like lights up with the orange of the krill. Oh. And it's like, a, it, it, it was cool. It, I'd want to see it in 3D. It was powerful. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. It's like, I feel like we've talked sometimes on this podcast about how Brad Pitt is secretly a very, very, very gifted comedy actor. Yes. This is a good example of that. Yes. He was serious. Like, he was deadpanning it, but it was, like, very funny. Yeah. And it was, like, he was supposed to be a little dumb. Yeah. But, like, with high hopes. Yeah. Like, you believed in this optimistic little krill. Also, the krill animation was really funny, too. It was really good. It was, like, really good. They had huge eyes that were going to, like, I highly... You have to Google this, first of all. You Google it and watch it. I'll do it for you. Okay, Google. Brad Pitt as Will the Krill. Alexa. Show me pictures of Will the Krill. Hey Siri, can I see a picture of Will the Krill from Happy Feet 2? There, we got it for you. Got it. Covered. Good. All you. What's the other one? Isn't there oh, an echo? Uh, Cortana, can you show me a picture of Will the Krill from Happy Feet 2? Nice. We got it. We, we got, got it. We got you covered. We did it for you. <laughs> you are so welcome in advance. Everyone's like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> ah, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Um, oh, man, what else is there to say? Uh, it was excellent and the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. I love Brad Pitt, the gay krill. Like, they were actually gay. Like, it wasn't like, it was like kind of a gag at first. It was like, you know, it was like, it was very Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, but you don't know. Yeah. But then they were like, we could adopt. Like, we can have kids. We can adopt. And then, oh, and then, and then Matt Damon was like, he was like, I need my bill. And then Bill was like, I, I need, need my, my will. I, need, I lost my will. Yeah. He lost his will. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. It was so good. It was the best. I but then it's also out. couched in like the straightest movie of all. I was like, this is, I was like, Happy Feet. I was tweeting it. I was like, Happy Feet 2 is the straightest movie of all time. Because it's just, just the, so, the songs in this movie are so stupid. And it's just like the boy and the girl penguin singing back and forth. And the girl's like, <laughs> and she's like sticking her penguin titties out. And the guy's like, hey, yeah, yeah, lady, hey, yeah. <laughs> Stomping around. <laughs> But then they bring in this beautiful, positive LGBT representation, and it's just the most touching and tender story of our time. We should um, nominate it for a gay award. For a GLAAD award? Yeah. Retroactively? Yeah. Hey, Raina. <laughs> Raina, I have a suggestion. Can you bring this up to your bosses? Thanks. Oh, also, I, I said um, I would offer Joe uh, a formal apology for not passing through uh, Devil's Own, even though he voted for it every time he went to the Oh, no. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shit. We had to follow our hearts. You know, Devil's Own was good. I would, if Brad Pitt hadn't sobbed on the phone to his children, Devil's Own would have won by a landslide. Oh, absolutely. And in fact, it was going to it until going to. he sobbed on the phone to until his children. It, and then it was like, God 
fucking damn it. Why do you have to cry so good, Brad? Why are you so good at crying? This is an example of that, except Brad never cried except- in in Spy Game. Like, I, it's, it's such a, this is such a landslide for me. Oh my god, I have no, I'm like, what movie? What movie did we just watch 20 minutes ago? What are we talking about? Spy who? Spy what? More like, will the krill? I, <laughs> like, okay, I'm not gonna lie, like, I, when I, when we first saw this on the bracket, I was really, like, it would be so funny if it won. I was like, <laughs> I it would be, so, like, so, be funny. so funny. Happy but I wasn't expecting it to, because we know Rad, fucking sucks at doing voice acting. Voice acting. It's like... Um, this did not feel like voice acting. It felt like him and Matt Damon hanging out doing a bit yeah, in a booth. I related very much. A bit in a booth. A bit in a booth. And like... But like not in a way where it's like upset, you know? Because like, I don't know. Sometimes when you watch like Rick and Morty and stuff, you're like, this is just a guy hanging out in a booth with like, himself. talking. Yeah. <laughs> just doing a bit. And like... Or like when you watch like... Movies with celebrity voice actors. I've talked about this before on the podcast, and I'll talk about it again, but I have a hard time sometimes separating the idea of there being a celebrity, like Zach Braff is sitting in a booth right now saying mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. and isn't actually doing anything for mm-hmm. this movie. But the, And that always really bothers me, but it didn't bother me at all for this because it was just so fucking funny. It was yeah. so fucking good. It was hilarious. It was genuinely, like, such a fun, good bit. I never would have expected this to be in Happy Feet 2. I feel like Happy Feet 2 is probably a movie that, like, four people have seen. <laughs> we couldn't find this one anywhere. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, a, you can't just find it at a DVD store, because who the fuck ever saw Happy Feet who 2? Who bought Happy Feet 2? Nobody, which I think is why they were allowed to do this. Like, it really felt like some creative freedom going on. Yeah, definitely. It's a ve- it was very surreal. It's a weird fucking movie. It's really strange. Like how Magic Mike isn't what you're expecting it to be. Yeah. Happy Happy Feet 2, I highly recommend. Full of existential dread and global warming and and live-action humans and CGI penguins and some dancing and some tap dancing. There's a penguin choreographer in this movie, like, in the credits. Oh, and they also highlight the accountant in the opening credits. Oh, yeah, they do. It's like Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, accounting by Susie. (laughs) It's like, what? It is a masterpiece. I love Happy Feet 2. Happy Feet 2 is good. It's good. It's Not good. even question mark. Like, Trolls is good, question mark. Happy Emoji Feet. Movie isn't that bad. Emoji question Movie mark? isn't that bad. No question mark. <laughs> Underline. <laughs> Italicized. I'm so Brain mad. Red. I'm so mad. We were too late to get on the Happy the, uh, Emoji Movie essay game to defend the Emoji Movie. But, you know, Happy Feet 2 is timeless. It is. I think Happy Feet 2 could have some essays written about it Definitely. at any time. Happy Feet 1, skip it. Not worth it. No. Happy Feet oh, 2, yeah, you amazing. Don't, you do not need to watch Happy Feet 1 to understand Happy Feet 2. Spy you, game? Spy watch game? a better spy movie. Skip it. Skip it. Skip it. Uh, in case that's not clear, Happy Feet 2 clearly won. Happy Feet 2 crushed it. Crushed Happy it two. like an iceberg. <laughs> Happy Feet 2 dances all over spy game. I'm really happy for this. I'm really ha- I'm happy for Happy Feet 2. Me too. I hope it keeps kicking ass and I it honestly is a good it was a very <laughs> good Brad. I was like I was loving it. I was really loving it. I felt like it was like it was a new Brad that was unlocked. Like I haven't new seen fighter. existential Brad before. No. Oh, man, I was very I happy it. to welcome him to the party. Uh yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Please go watch Happy Feet 2 and tune Let in. Let us know what you think. 
Let us know what you think on our various social media platforms. Our Twitter is March Bradness. Our Facebook is March Bradness. Our website is marchbradness.net. And our Instagram is march.bradness. Hey, if you have not checked us out on social media, please I think do. you should. Yeah. I think you should. You should start following us so that when I apply to jobs, they can be like, oh, this this thing has followed. <laughs> this, this girl's an influencer. <laughs> yeah. If you, influence you are not following the Facebook page, you really should. It would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and be doing us a favor. We're going to start doing more with it. We're, we're, we're sorting our stuff out. We got big stuff in the making. Um, tune in next week for not a mini episode. Not a mini episode, but sort of like a recap, a primer. A, a glimpse into the future. Yeah. Uh, a, a small time machine. A time machine. It will be a mini, it will be the length of a mini episode, but it's yeah. going to be, we're going to be talking about like what is in store for season two and like what you can expect from this podcast moving forward. Yeah. Um, and tune in the week after that for our season finale, season finale. which is cutting class versus, versus contact, which, which we got to, to see LA. because of you guys. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you so much. And we have not forgotten about your <clears throat> t-shirts and tote bags. We did go to Muji yesterday to source the tote bags. Uh, and your pictures of you and Brad Pitt. Yeah, everything is still on the way. It's going to be, uh, you'll get it before the new season starts. I will say that with yeah. confidence. Yes. Uh, well, you don't confident. know when the new season starts. The new season is starting very soon after the old season. Don't worry. <laughs> you won't be without Brad for long. We got you. We got you. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, babble and riff bits. Uh, riff and bits. Riff and bits. Sorry that spy game fucking sucked. Dude. I wish it was better, but um, I don't make the rules. I don't. I just, I'm just a conduit for <laughs> Brad. Brad. Uh, I'll also say if anybody is listening and you work for uh, Vulture or whatever magazine is doing like every so-and-so performance ranked, if you fucking touch Brad Pitt, I will be so mad. <laughs> I will be so mad. Contact Hannah. If you want to email the podcast, you can do contact at marchbradness.net. Uh, that's all I have to say. Have yeah. a wonderful day. Week, month, year. Evening. I'm going to go to a museum and look at some taxidermied animals. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a krill. Ah. How would you taxidermy a krill? Just like stick it on a pin. <laughs> Dry it out. Press it like a leaf. <laughs> that's the sound of its exoskeleton getting crushed. Have a... Have fun. I love you. Bye. Bye.